0: You're listening to the Benchwarmers Podcast Network and this is Put Me in Coach. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Put Me In, Coach. I'm your host, Sean Sprout. We have a big show for you today, a lot to unpack. There was some breaking news in the Premier League and also uh, potential format changes in the MLS. Of course, I'm joined by my co-host, as always. You know him, you love him, and best part is we got him on a Max Tam deal, Matt Fimbers. How's it going, Matt?
1: What's up?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, we had very little to talk about uh yesterday whenever i was sitting down i was trying to figure out what topics are we even going to go over on this week's episode and then it's like the heavens opened up and the sanctions came down and uh if you've if you've been living under a rock and you haven't heard the premier league has hit manchester city with over 100 charges uh any everything ranging from uh not reporting their players uh I guess their their pay, their their coaches' pay. Um, I mean, l- let's get into this, man. Um, y- I am su- sure you saw all the financial charges and all the breaches that they've been uh that they've been uh charged with, and it's all gone to an independent yeah. commission now. Everything stemming from the 2009 2010 season up through 2018. What were your first thoughts when you saw this that come down? Such
1: a long time. Yeah. How long has this thing been going on?
0: Apparently, been, since 2009.
1: Yeah, everyone always... I think that's the initial Saudi takeover year. Whenever they were uh, taken over, or a couple uh, years after that.
0: I think it was 2008 when the Abu Dhabi group bought Manchester City, and that was like whenever they were pretty much a perennial two-tier championship side. Like, they really weren't anything special up until that point.
1: Nothing. Nothing. Then, bam. Yeah. From the get-go. From the Abu Dhabi's taking over. From the get-go. how how, like, how long have they been sitting there just looking at these things? When can we pounce on this? You feel like this investigation is going on forever. You...
0: It's been five years. It's crazy. The five-year investigation, yeah. And they've been cooking the books this whole time. And just been lying mean? about how much money they've been making and lying about how much money they've been spending. That's what this uh, independent investigation found out because in, in the Premier League... The, I guess though the fair play rule is you cannot spend more money than you make. You ha, you your exactly. expenses and your income basically have to even out yeah. essentially. Um and it come to find out <laughs> they haven't for quite a while they've been spending a lot more.
1: That's the tricky part about the uh these takeovers with these big um countries as you would say taking over these clubs because they can slap a fake business on something and count that as an income cover. You know, like Emirates on their jersey. Mm-hmm. They can make make a advertisements like that and be like, oh, we're going to pay them $8 billion to to wear this on their... And that's how they can dance around these, these things.
0: Yeah, and this includes uh, sponsorships. Coming. Yeah, yeah. In Newcastle. I mean, I mean, just last, just last week, we were for. talking about Chelsea. Last week, we were just talking about Chelsea and how much money they've spent. And now this comes out about Manchester City. And then, of course, Newcastle, yeah. as you just mentioned, with their whole takeover. Uh, is this a trend? Is this just the first of a, of first okay. domino that's going to fall?
1: Very possible, yes. Very, so, very possible.
0: There's a, a well, lot yeah. of uh, outcomes we could see, right? We could see fines... We could see them point reduction for this season, maybe even the following season. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I don't expect
1: anything to happen this season.
0: Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, You could even see what I've I've heard is on the table, according to some experts, is expulsion from the Premier League, forced relegation. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I I just saw that thing today. All the Premier League clubs are saying they want them relegated. I I mean, a handful of them. You know, when this first came out, you know, Wow, financial fair play, Man City. I think it's happened with them before. Or maybe it's PSG that I'm thinking of. Um, No, it
0: was Manchester City.
1: You know, in my head, I see this title pop up on Twitter or, yeah, it was on Twitter where I first saw it. And I'm like, okay, let's be honest. All the court of arbitration is going to do is slap a $10, $15 million fine on them. And that's pocket change to these these, uh, sheiks, you know? This pocket mm-hmm. change to him. And then, you know, I started reading more, and they're not going to be able to appeal this. Yep. Which is how they get to pay those big fines.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So then I'm like, dang, this is about to get interesting, my man. <laughs> we'll what, see. What we'll can really happen? Because I don't know. Think of all the dominoes that happen. If they do get relegated, then there's no way Pep's staying. Right. Pep in the past has said he wants to coach the United States and the national team. We would definitely throw something at that. If we threw it at Zidane, we gave him a blank check pretty much. We're going to go balls to the wall for Pep, right?
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: Are they going to get docked points this season or is it going to be the beginning of next season? Are they going to strip the titles, which stripping the titles to me and other fans like you. And even the club, man, that doesn't mean anything. We all know what they did.
0: It's you know, just it's like symbolic. They
1: took the Heisman. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it. It's like when they take the the Heisman away from Reggie Bush. We all knew Reggie Bush was the best college football player. Mm-hmm. Everyone's still going to say Reggie Bush won the Heisman that year. That doesn't right. matter.
0: Yeah, uh, it's just symbolic. It doesn't mean anything. You're not changing the past in any exactly. way. So that's that's yeah. off the table, for, in my opinion.
1: I, I want them to get... Point deduction. If they mm-hmm. do the point deduction, I want that to happen at the beginning of next season or relegation. Because what, what 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 upsets me about financial fair play is these big clubs have laughed at it in the past, and like I said, they've just had to pay fines and they get mm-hmm. away with it because that's like throwing fifty bucks to to somebody. It's it's not a lot of money to them, um, right? But then you see. Teams like Derby County and with, like, I want to say, Sheffield Wednesday had some problems with it. And they're happy to immediately relegate these teams, immediately point deduct these teams. You know, uh, it happened to Crystal Palace way back when we got in. It wasn't quite financial fair play. We just went into, we lost our owner, we went bankrupt, and they. You guys are almost relegated. like probation. Yes, and we got automatically relegated, even though we were mid table that year in the mm-hmm. Premier League, and we had to go back down to the Championship. And that's when Steve Parrish bought the club, and that's and then they went back up the next couple years. And that's when I started following them. So you know, I read up on a lot of that history with them, but that's beyond the point. I want to ramble on about Palace. Um, <laughs> they're happy. They're happy to slap these these. These small teams instantly with 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 relegation and point deduction instantly. So it'll be interesting to see how these how this happens, especially since they cannot appeal it. And that is right. Huge that they can't appeal. Huge.
0: It. There was uh, a few couple of years ago, I want to say maybe four years ago, they were hit with uh, sanctions by UEFA. And remember, they yeah. were basically That's barred from playing and they just paid it. yeah, Right. Yeah, and they they were barred from playing in UEFA tournaments for two years, but they Mm -hmm. did appeal. There was an appeal process, and the independent arbitrator ruled in their favor. So they paid a fine, which is all it is. Which right, and I don't think that's going to happen in this case. I am kind of in the point of like, okay, you know, I'll I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, but you're you're right. Uh, you're right. Like the the FA or you know whatever English commission is in charge of, you know, the multiple tiers, uh, they did doc Derby County like 20 or 30 points. Right. So it, it's yeah, it certainly happened. And that was recent
1: league one. Yeah, yeah exactly. They got, they and so relegated.
0: why not man city? Uh, yeah. it, if, if there's any type of punishment, I, I do think Pep leaves. In fact, it, it's almost at this point. Oh, I yeah. think he's just gonna leave regardless at the end of the season. It wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me at all. I don't yeah. know his contract situation off the top of my head, but I'd imagine he's gone, right?
1: And how does this affect these these teams like Newcastle, especially Newcastle that are brand new into this, and they're looking at it. Oh, okay, so we've got to be way more careful now mm-hmm. with it. You know, I, I, I and. I, I was, I really hated the Newcastle takeover. I did, yeah. but I will say this is nice about Newcastle is they're going at it a whole different way than I thought mm-hmm. they would. You know, they're they're actually they're not they're not spending a lot of money every window. Yeah, they I mean they might be spending almost a hundred, whatever. But I think if they win, if they get into Europe this year, you're going to see some money flow but
0: they're kind of slow playing they, it right they, to, they kind of built the foundation yeah. and then they're just trying to get into yeah, continental then, tournaments before they really start spending the money
1: yeah and, and that'll be interesting to see even how they spend money and if they go super crazy because yeah. this might be shining some light on some of these teams and you know they we go back to ch- talking about chelsea and how they signed these players um and then how they're dancing around is they're giving them these gigantic, there's these long baseball contracts, eight year, eight year deals. And right. FIFA, or I don't know if it's FIFA or the FA or UEFA, they're already being like, Hey, you know, that's not, that's not the way we do things. So I think it's FIFA. Thinking, yeah. I think FIFA is, they're, is a they're pretty changing. Yeah. I think they're changing these, they're going to come up with a rule to, to stop something like that from ha- continuing to happen because right. 600 million dollars in two windows is insane.
0: It's so. bonkers, man. It doesn't make any sense. And th- but that's that's the like thing man city to deter clubs house. from doing this, to deter clubs from doing this, they're going to have to like hit city hard with sanctions. And, because and this this investigation has been going on for 5 years.
1: Get, get punished like that though. Yeah. Oh, I do. Like, I don't want I, don't <laughs> see... I mean I... I do, but I don't want it to hurt the the sport, blah blah blah, in that way. Of, yeah. of bringing it over to America, but they can always go follow another. I think all these people are going to have to move to Chelsea anyway with their fandom. Uh, yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, or Newcastle. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean
1: they ha- they're going to have to make a example at a, of this at some point, right?
0: I mean they have to, but that's the thing. This investigation has been going on for five years, so there wasn't. Like Todd Bowley and Chelsea or Newcastle and any other team that spent like massive amounts of money, they didn't get wind of this beforehand uh yeah, so I don't know i don't it, it, that's why I'm saying like there's gonna have to be massive sanctions there's gonna have to be some serious repercussions to deter Chelsea and you know you know the next big club from doing this exact same Except thing again
1: are we go, are are we going down a rabbit hole of of <laughs> Quite possibly some sort of salary cap.
0: (laughs) Oh man, I don't know. Uh, It wouldn't that be crazy if if the if the Premier League adopts some MLS roster rules? Wouldn't that be the day? I don't know.
1: And then MLS would just MLS be standing there with its hands on its hips, going, "Hey, boys,
0: right?" (laughs) And and I I kind of saw that on Twitter too. After who? I saw that on Twitter earlier, where people arguing about, you know, should there be a salary cap, or, or in other leagues, should a salary cap not exist? And the argument against it was, well, uh, you, you if you have one, then teams are going to try and circumvent it, and are going to get caught cheating. Uh, mm-hmm. It's happening regardless without a salary cap. So, would you rather have the repercussions of a LA Galaxy? Uh, spending a little too much money or would or enter Miami using a couple, you know, extra DP spots and getting hit with sanctions? Or would you have the flip side of it, of Manchester City going massively big and, you know, all these cover ups and moving money around and paying their coach under the table? And would you rather have that? It's like kind of pick your poison a little yeah. bit. And if at the end of the day, I'm, I think I'm going with as much as I hate a lot of the MLS roster rules, I think I'm going with that.
1: That, that would be so crazy if that went over to Europe they would throw a fit over there
0: they would they'd lose their minds
1: but then I think almost clubs like, like clubs like the clubs like have we support would be like hey this is pretty awesome
0: <laughs> yeah because even all, to the playing we're already,
1: field we're already playing that that game.
0: And all for just me personally, all this news about Man City, it just fuels my fire that kind of you lit a few years ago of my like dislike for the big clubs, like the big four and the big six <laughs> or whoever else you want to throw in there. All this does is is just light the fire more. I, I hate I hate seeing like these big clubs just spend so much money. And when they have won three of the last four titles and none of these sanctions have to do with any of those titles.
1: And in the past, I've thought I've gone back and I look at what what Chelsea had, had just done in the window, and mm-hmm. and then you kind of look at clubs like Barcelona who have this imaginary tree growing under their uh, <laughs> stadium that that has money because all you hear Barcelona president talk about is how they're broke and they they can't register these players, but then they go ahead and mm-hmm. sign twelve players for these ridiculous 70 plus million dollars and you're like how and then i look over at man city who are who seem when you look at that are kind of doing business smartly with oh we triggered holland's 50 million dollar clause right arguably he's worth if you're gonna say enzo is 120 million i mean holland's easily 200 then and hell, triple that Yeah, so, so you know, I've I've kind of complimented Man City's business in the past because I'm like, well, look who they're getting. They're they're not spending. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't seem like they're spending that much. But then you go look at all the defenders they've bought for the crazy amount of money. But but you know, what I'm trying to say is they're not spending over a hundred on a lot of players. You know, and then right. what happens to these players? What happens to these players if they if this happens?
0: That I don't know. I don't know if contracts are void, but because of all of these charges are from, um, they ended in two thousand eighteen, I believe. It's probably not going to affect majority, if not all, of the players on their rosters but, for now.
1: But if they go, but if they go down, no one's going to want to go to the championship team,
0: right? Or right. A lot
1: of these, and are a lot of these guys going to want to stick around if they're deducted twenty points at the beginning of next season?
0: There'll be a uh, fire sale in Manchester. That's for sure. Or,
1: even um, hell, even fifteen points—that's that's a lot of points to make up.
0: We could even see these sanctions brought down, where they're forced relegated, or you okay? They start, you know, twenty points less at the beginning of the next season. We could see that, and then we could still see them win the title this year. They're not far off from Arsenal.
1: That five points, I think, and they play them this weekend, so they can close right. that gap to two. Mm-hmm.
0: So we could see a a trophy lifting club. The year that they lift said trophy, potentially get forced relegated down. I don't That's know fun. in my lifetime if I've ever seen that. I know that it happened to Juventus a couple decades ago, but I don't know if if I'm was aware of if I was aware of that situation enough to know. But a, a winning a championship team potentially getting forced relegated is something I've never That'd heard of. Funny.
1: Oh be yeah. Hilarious. We're going to play. We're going to play Sunderland away. And we're in Champions League. <laughs> now, we gotta go now, <laughs> go play Stoke. <laughs> my, my other argument with that is: Are they gonna? Would they? Would they pull them out of those European competitions too?
0: If they qualified, technically no, unless UEFA would bring the similar sanctions down on them. Yeah. Okay. Because that would be that would up be to Sunday UEFA. Then. We're gonna go but, play
1: Stoke and Sunderland on on, the, on a Monday and a Wednesday, and then and then we'll be at... Real Madrid and Sunday morning
0: <laughs> right if you're if you're FIFA or you're the FA you could get really petty with it and uh, not accommodate the schedule for for the, their UEFA matches you could get really petty with it I don't think they would but they yeah. could <laughs> all right man let's uh let's go ahead and jump to the uh, the next topic here that we had and it was it's another one from across the pond and one that we, they were writing was on the wall, and after a poor performance over the weekend, uh, Leeds fire Jesse March just days after the transfer window closed. Uh, six days, actually. They just mm-hmm. spent, I want to say, just over forty million in that window. Yeah, I think. Uh, their players, a new players, only came on as subs, so they they barely saw any playing time. They lose one nothing to Nottingham Forest, and he's out of a job.
1: What are your thoughts? You have the leads. Um, I, well, it, it's, it's,
0: a the yeah, it, it's a little harsh. Yeah, it's a little harsh. Um, Agreed. I I understand it though because they had lost no excuse me they they had not won uh, in their last seven matches Um, they had not right and I think it had been three months essentially since they had taken full points Uh, really hard to argue against that Um, but again you just backed him you just spent 40 million in the transfer window bringing these players in to bolster your roster uh, to play his system it's confusing, no. right? Um, and now they have the only option right now, but unless they hire somebody by, uh, you know, we're recording Tuesday night. So unless they hire somebody by tomorrow when they play Man- uh, Manchester United, uh, Chris Harmis is going to be their coach. Which the next is... two
1: games are versus Man United,
0: right? Next Massive United. games because they have a point in ha- they have a game in hand as well. I don't know if anybody knows if our listeners are aware but Chris Armis is like a uh is is a cancer when it comes to uh, Premier League uh, teams. He's it's not good. He's
1: ruined uh, he's ruined the last two clubs he followed.
0: Cur- yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, there's a Chris Armis ghost that is just following me around in in my fandom. So I mean, he's going to follow me to other sports. I'm sure at some point I'm going to see him courtside at a Knicks game or something. But I don't don't know, man. Uh, It it felt harsh. It felt rushed. Uh, I would have given him, at minimum, through the first Manchester United match to see if they can at least scrape a point. Um, Then, okay, you get a point in that match. Let's let's take it to the next one. Let's see if these new signings make an impact.
1: I think it stinks for y'all because... I, we're, we're on the same page of, of it's it's a little shocking because they just backed him a bunch in the window. Which mm-hmm. you back somebody, give them, give them some time. But then do you, y'all are, what, one point off of the bottom relegation? seventeen? No, no,
0: left? no. Tied on points, but just up on goal differential.
1: Okay, so, but you're still out of the relegation zone, but you're right above it. So Correct. Your owner's looking at it saying, man, we're playing Man United the next two games. Do we take the risk of letting him play those two games and seeing what he can do? Can he get us a point? Can he get us two points? Can he possibly get us four points? Can he get us three? And Mm -hmm. you're playing the same team back-to-back, which is they are red hot right now. We just got done playing them. Yeah, We we played them almost the same sort of situation. We had a game rescheduled we played them um, on a wednesday or no we, we played them on a, yeah we played them on a wednesday got a a draw then mm-hmm. played another team and then we went back to play them again so we had a game right. in between playing them and y'all are playing them back to back which that's absolutely crazy that's terrible scheduling by the premier league mm-hmm. so your owners are looking at it being man we're playing this red hot united team possible dropping 6 points and then are we going to give Jesse those two games after it? Because since Man United's so hot, you're, you're kind of saying, hell, they're the third best team in the league anyway, so we weren't going to beat them regardless of anything. So you save yeah. him, and then you play the next two games. What if you drop those two games? Then you're 12 points back? I, don't, I mean, I can see where the board's coming from with that, but it was kind of harsh. Like you said, they just backed him. And it didn't help that Leeds fans in the whole stadium last week. I sent you that clip on Twitter. Are chanting they want Jesse Jesse out?
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. They're they're pretty happy. They're they're pretty satisfied with the firing. You, you so you're kind of looking at it as like it's almost like a preemptive strike by ownership, uh, yeah. because they they feel like they they have to get something out of the next two, and which might as I don't well know make if the you move guys now. will,
1: especially if Chris Armis is the one taking over because. I don't, I mean, maybe you get that new manager bounce, that interim manager bounce uh, where they, the players open their eyes and say, hey, we got to play a little harder. Like I said, Man United's red hot, and you'll be lucky to get anything out of them, honestly.
0: Even with Weston McKinney and Wooter and the other signings, if we get a point out of that, either of those games, with Chris Armis at the helm, I will buy you a new Crystal Palace kit. Like I refuse. I know for a fact that's not going to happen. And now, by the by the time you know our listeners hear this, you know egg on my face it potentially happens. But I, I, I cannot see it. I don't see a scenario in which they get a point. I'll I, let you I'm sorry. DH- Home or away I'll doesn't matter.
1: I'll let you get me a DH Gate Palace jersey.
0: <laughs> deal, <laughs> deal. Yeah. Twice it's it's weird timing for me man, just kind of like like we said, I personally would have given him at least minimum probably one, one more week. One of them. Yeah. yeah, there's so much there's a lot of the season left and you when you're a, a club like Leeds you you go into the season after you see the schedule you, and you're picking out games that you think that you can get points from that you can win and you're looking at a home and away against Manchester United and realistically you're thinking okay, that's probably six lost points there. So, you know that going unfortunately, in. Unfortunately.
1: Unfortunately, yeah.
0: Yeah. Now, you're probably looking at, you know, Forest away as walking out with points. And so that was probably the nail I, in the coffin. I expected didn't y'all get to that. get
1: something. Maybe, I did yeah. too. Yeah. I expected y'all to get something out of Forest, but I don't know. Forest is, is weird. Y'all played Forest at Leeds?
0: Um, no. No. Played him away? It was away. Uh, that's mm-hmm. kind
1: of a hard place to go to.
0: It is, and it's the the Kaylor Navas bump. Um all he does yeah, is just like, let down Americans like, and there was five on the pitch that yeah, he that so, he basically just just he's you know so, manhandled. It's so good. So so good. Yeah. Uh
1: but now all this right. makes Jesse Marsh have his last two jobs with less than a year pretty much with Leipzig mm-hmm. and now y'all.
0: Yep, only thirty seven games with leads.
1: So this is not making American soccer or coaches look good over there in Europe. It's just firing ammunition to those Europeans. Yep. It's really not. The, criticizing the quality of, uh, American coaches and mm-hmm. generally the sport over here, which we're struggling yeah. with anyway. So,
0: and if we see a Leeds team do, if they do get relegated, um, and we're going to see multiple Americans go down, that's just fuel for that fire as well. Um, but speaking of, oh, Arinson, speaking of speaking of men's be. national team, uh, what do you think about Marsh as the next coach? Because right now, according to all of the experts out there, he's the front runner. Now that he's available, no, no, no. Okay,
1: he's hey, not been successful. Why? It's scary. It's scary. Yeah, he's, he's not been successful. I don't. I don't want somebody who's been sacked in less than a. A year with his jobs coming in to be take over this, this thing that we're interviewing, we're trying to interview Zidane for. And we're just gonna go, I just don't want us to settle for him just because, because it's just because Jesse Marsh, you know, we Isn't saw him that with Burhalter. He, he's, he's a Burhalter on steroids. They both high press.
0: Yeah, but Berhalter definitely put, wants the more of the possession in the midfield with that double pivot, and Jesse doesn't do that. Jesse is all about I. He wants uh to take over possession like mistakes vertical. in the offensive third. Yeah, and he wants quick passes up top. Which,
1: which I I like that. I like that way of that style, but I, I don't know. It's just really scary. And I I mean, what's the worst case scenario? We we hire him. Worst case, best case scenario. We hire him. He's absolutely garbage with the national team and we don't have to go through qualifying so we can fire him right away and find someone else or he takes over and takes his team to another level.
0: Yeah, but you need to get this next hire right and to kind of back up your point. You, you have to get this one right because um, you not only do you need a head coach, but you need a sporting director as well. You no no mistakes. If if it's him, you need to get the coaching staff in place, and you need to start implementing, you know, marsh ball or whatever you want to call it, as quickly as you can.
1: It's just it's 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 scary because it's like the guy who does terrible at his job, but he keeps getting promotions.
0: Oh, just failing upwards. Yeah, yeah. The Jesse Marsh way. I
1: I think you would surprisingly be shocked that most. National team supporters do not want him anywhere near the national team right now.
0: Well, that's because, just like you mentioned, they're hearing names like Zidane and Mourinho. Like, those names are getting thrown out at him. Of course you're not going to want Jesse Marsh whenever you're hearing co- that the conversations were being had with Zinedine Zidane. Of course. So
1: you're br- brutally honest with you. You would much rather have Jesse Marsh take over than Jose Mourinho right now if we could hire one of the other.
0: Can I throw a third name in there? Sure. Uh, I would want Jim Curtin over either of those two. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I, I, you know, I'm not a Josie Mourinho guy. I don't like the park, the bus style. And that is not what I want to see out of my national team. It's not.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. And uh, big name be Dan. He's going to want all the money and whatever, not my money, pay the man, whatever he wants, I guess. But, he, he goes in, he, he has one good year, maybe two, and then he alienates younger players, and then he's gone. Yeah. And I will say, he has bucked the trend a little bit with that with Roma, but he has also alienated young players. And I just don't want to see that, man. We're a team, our average age is like 22 years oh, yeah. old.
1: But yeah does that, give, does that give him no choice but to love these young players?
0: It, listen, Jose Mourinho is like 55, 58, <laughs> however old he is. If, he's, if he's he hasn't changed, but if he hasn't changed before, he's not changing now. So I'm going to say no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It's just, I, I think. And then, and then we talked to, off uh, air about the possible Jim Curtin said he would take a, assist, the head assistant job Yeah, and Marsh be the head coach. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, give 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 it some time, with mm-hmm. this because right now I'm just seeing a guy who's failed and failed, and then I want this is a like you said this is really important hire. We can't we yeah. don't want that to fail again.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. It's it's really hard to argue against that. I mean, if and... you
1: if you would ask me when Jesse Marsh went to Leeds or even if he was at Leipzig, mm-hmm. because I mean I, I, I follow Leipzig in the Bundesliga more than any other team. And I was real excited that Jesse Marsh went there because of the way that he played and mm-hmm. Tyler Adams was on that team. So I he was gonna take him to the next level, which which he, he didn't quite do at Leipzig because he got fired so quickly. Right. He got his move and and he he did elevate him in the Premier League.
0: He balled and out under I, Jesse. I just,
1: And I also think Tyler Adams would have was going to ball out in the Premier League, regardless every Mm -hmm. window when Tyler Adams, I mean, I have Tyler Adams jerseys. He's probably my favorite national team player Mm -hmm. right now. I I was like, come on palace. We need a defensive midfielder. We need a six. We need a six. Every window. He, he he would only cost about 20 million. Right. 18, 20 million. We are a Premier League club that's been stabilized for 10 years. We, he would be so amazing in this Palace midfield. He would be that that player that we've been missing since when I started following. Him. We had an amazing six named uh, Jednak.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, he would he would have he would have taken that role just like how he is with the Leeds. I mean, he's by far the most impressive player on Leeds United right
0: now. Oh, absolutely not even close
1: Play, player of the year. for Yeah,
0: without question. Yeah.
1: So so going to that, how does this firing? of Marsh affect these Americans on the team? Uh, I don't think it's going to change one bit. I don't think think it changes Adams. I think so, too. He's
0: going to
1: get moved on after this. Yeah, I think so, too. But it definitely affects
0: Aronson. It affects Aronson for sure.
1: And y'all paid $30 million for him. That's the guy. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. But but there there were also rumors about Aronson going to Leeds before Marsh took over. Well, yeah, Bielsa did one so him. That. So clearly clearly he's liked by that management and that front office and stuff. But Yeah, you know, but he had a
0: run of bad form. We've, ta- and- yeah, we've talked
1: about after the World Cup, he's not been too good.
0: Right, he had the head that run a bad form, and then whatever manager is going to come in, there's already like a short list that's that's been announced. Um, and I don't see him getting a a, a ton of playing time. You're probably going to see him coming off the bench for majority of the season. How it yeah, affects so Weston McKinney, I have no I freaking clue. Yeah, but I have no idea because we saw him play for 15 minutes the other night, and that's it. That's all we saw under Marsh. So, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, but I
1: think any any manager is going to come in and okay, Weston McKinney, you started for America. You played at Juve and mm-hmm. and and you were continuously some of the best play players on that pitch for that Juventus team. Yep. Regardless of what the Italians said about you, he came in there and he had high ratings by uh, who scored and everything. I think his last game, those his last four games there he was the highest rated player on that team. Right. In, in the games that he's played. So that new manager will come in and I mean, you would expect him to play there. Uh, he will, n- no matter who the manager is. Yeah. Uh, and if y'all get relegated, he's not staying anyway. So no
0: majority of that team will get broken up. Majority of that core. Yeah, there's, po- there's
1: a possibility. He's, he's only going to be there for this short stint anyway. Exactly. Uh, Aronson possibly could get sold. You'd think that some other team would come in and get him. Maybe
0: could be a loan move in the summer. I could see that or maybe to a, a Belgium side or
1: or would um, a run in the championship do good?
0: It, yeah, uh, it it would it would do it could do well. But I could I could definitely see a loan move in the summer if they start getting uh, points and, and they stay out of relegation. But all right, man, uh, let's yeah. go ahead and move on um, because there was some news that broke in MLS as well. Uh, One, no, excuse me, two years after MLS changed their playoff format, apparently they are considering changing it again. Right now, the playoff format is 14 teams make the playoffs, seven out of each conference, and it's single elimination. Uh, The proposal now is to go to 18 teams, so nine from each conference, and the first stage will be a three-game series, so that guarantees uh, every team will at least get one home game in the playoffs. Just on the surface of that, what what do you think? Is it a good move? Is it warranted? What are your thoughts?
1: I think it waters it down.
0: It makes the regular season less important, right?
1: Yeah, I don't like yeah. teams losing records getting into postseason. No, Mm-mm. it's happened this year in the NFL. It's happened in the past in the NFL. I mean, unless it's your team, then you're super psyched. You're like, oh yeah, we got a new season starting, we're all o and o now, right? I, I don't know. I don't like that. I don't like the watered downness of it. You already have more than you already have half of the conference pretty much making the making
0: it. So now, you well, that's of- what it is right now, at least in the East, because there's fourteen teams in the East, and there's about to be fifteen teams in the West. So right yeah. now, basically half of each conference gets in the playoffs. If you move it to nine, well over half, you're just you're rewarding mediocrity, is what you're doing.
1: Yeah. And I don't like that.
0: I don't like that either. Um, I've heard rumblings that the whole reason why they're even considering doing this is because Apple wants more primetime playoff games because right now I think the total of matches in the playoffs is 13 and if this gets done it'll be a floor of 25 with a possibility if I want to say 40. Mm -hmm. So I think it's driven by Apple. Uh, Money talks, right?
1: Yeah, it definitely does. But yeah. if that helps, if that helps grow the sport, I'm all for it. I, I, I don't mean, know if it will. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think it will either. But I mean, you got. I mean, if that's the big picture of it, that's what we want this to, to happen. Uh, yeah. But like I said, I don't think it will.
0: Uh, also, changing your playoff format uh, twenty days before the season starts a bold move. <laughs> yeah. You know, we'll but, we'll see what happens with it, but. Uh there was some other news out of uh MLS, really not really not news, more rumors. Uh just really one one transfer rumor. LAFC in talks to potentially sign Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. There supposedly LAFC. is truth to the talks, according to Tom Bogert. Um nothing close though. Uh yeah. he's not getting time with Chelsea. He was just benched for their Champions games because they signed 38 new players or whatever it was. So is this a good move for the league? Is it good for LAFC?
1: I mean, it would be good for LAFC, of course. It's going to be good for any team that gets him. Uh, they need to get sh- sanctioned, by the way, too. With Man City, they can go ahead and get sanctioned too.
0: They probably will. They all these. How do you get Gareth Bale on a max Tam deal? Come on, <laughs> let's be real.
1: I mean, of course it's a good deal. He'll he'll put butts in the seats, but I mean LAFC don't need help with butts in the seats. No. But maybe the- when they travel away to. To different teams that'll help fill stadiums but he's, he's he's not even been good in the premier league and i know there's a big step between the premier league and the mls but he's right. not even been good but that's saying he'd probably still score 15 to 20 goals
0: i i'm i'd put him probably closer to 12 because i don't think he's going to yeah. go out and play every single day um but he's 33 years old he uh, would not be a DP because Chelsea, I apparently would pay majority of his contract, so he would be on a max tam deal. Yeah, which how LAFC keeps getting guys like this is beyond me. Um, they they let a 27 year old, 20 almost a 20 goal striker walk out the door to then turn around and potentially sign a 33 year old striker who is <laughs> not getting a run of games over in England.
1: Who, who doesn't get a run of games? Who who doesn't press, who doesn't do all the things that Arango did. And, culturally, Arango fit in with the, that team.
0: Yeah, So it's um, strange. It's a s- yeah, strange I mean, rumor.
1: You wouldn't see, I mean, he's bounced and bounced around to teams taking their shot at him. He had his, his good seasons at Arsenal, went to Chelsea, right?
0: Mm-hmm. No, he went to Barcelona.
1: Barcelona didn't really do much there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Went to Chelsea. And then there were even talks of sending him back to Barcelona. His mm-hmm. last window. I mean, I, he's not even playing at Chelsea, like you said. You're right. So so what makes you think he's going to come over here and work his tail off for you? Exactly. I, I, I mean, that's just a name. And then we all look at him and be like, oh my gosh, he's going to net him in he's going to score so many goals but with all the players he has around him he should be able to score 20 goals with the LAFC yeah That's they're probably the deepest hard. team in the league I mean yeah what you see is these guys come over to the MLS and they think it's just going to be a cakewalk in a retirement but these players over here in the MLS are young and hungry and want these other moves to different places
0: didn't uh, Gonzalo Higuain say that that he came over and thought he was just going to play every single game with a cigarette in his mouth uh yeah. It, and it turned out being the complete opposite of what he thought it was going to be, and he actually had to work hard and had to bust mm-hmm. his butt. That's yep. I, I I don't I don't know if I w- like the move. I'm kind of over seeing uh, these big stars come from uh, England or from you know I'm Spain or at wherever.
1: There. Just I mean, at, in the different.
0: latter part of their career, I'm just I I don't see the point anymore. We're you we're the two, we're we're at the point we don't need it. There.
1: Yeah, you won't see yeah. anybody come over like Ibrahimovic again and do what he did. Well,
0: I don't know, man. They're talking about Messi again still. that The talks of that just reunited uh, today too, which we are not getting into because that's just re- ridiculous, the fact that that's even on the table.
1: See, uh, he's denied it so much though, Messi. Yeah,
0: but supposedly whatever deal that they have offered him is some insane deal that no – like. Normal person could potential should turn down. Basically, is what I've been told.
1: Not even Saudi Arabia.
0: Not I'm. We're we're talking about for, if the rumors are true, the deal that Ronaldo got is nowhere in comparison to what Messi could potentially get.
1: But even compared to the deal that supposedly was on the table in Saudi Arabia, right for him.
0: Wow. Yeah, it, it, this could be ridiculous. This could be bonkers as well. So, so how but does yeah. this
1: fit in the salary cap, though? I don't know. Well, that we we'll to. I don't see how that could fit in the salary cap.
0: You and I both know that the salary cap only exists for uh, specific teams in MLS. Yeah,
1: only the, the, the Midwest teams. And Correct. Yeah, yeah. If you don't, have, if you can't see an ocean, you're screwed.
0: Exactly. Yeah. If you're not a two-hour drive from the ocean. <laughs> All right, man, that's all the news that we had, but we do have the return of uh, our small-sided scrimmage from last week. Uh, we got some really good uh, positive feedback on that, and we're, we're going we're gonna to bring it back out. So uh, I got you...
1: to uh, I gotta say something to, to my man here. Yeah? What's his name? Uh, man, you sent me that conversation you had. Oh,
0: What's oh, uh, Tony, our friend Tony. Yeah,
1: Tony, 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 Tony.
0: Tony, uh, for, for context, Tony said that my five side team from last week was was the best. My TV okay. show team was the best. All
1: right, Tony. <laughs> Is this the same guy who who said I was angry all the time?
0: No, not at all. <laughs> uh,
1: okay. You're, you're alright then, Tony. <laughs> I'm telling you, if Sean would have if I would have been able to sneak Seinfeld from Sean, you would have changed your mind.
0: Well, here now is your chance for redemption because this week, <laughs> this week we're doing uh, fast food menu items. So you, we need to build a five aside team of fast food menu items. We're gonna have uh, five outfield players, one keeper, whatever formation you want. Both teams are gonna go head to head. Listeners are gonna decide who wins. Clearly, I'm up one nothing. So you got some work to do, my friend. So you got that, uh, you got that coin with you. Shall we do a uh, coin toss right. to see who goes first?
1: Going to go ahead and the, flip the coin. The brewery side or the blank side?
0: I'll take the brewery side.
1: All right. You win again.
0: All right. I'm going up. First up. All right. I think this week I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to start uh, with my goalie. So we kind of talked about it last week. You need a rock back there, right? You need somebody who uh, you can throw out week in, week out, and you know what you're going to get. You need old reliable. Never let you down. Unapologetically, uh, just there for you at all times. Um, What you see is what you get. I can't think of anything that fits that description more than tacos from Jack in the Box.
1: Oh, wow. (laughs) Okay.
0: Anytime you need it, it's there. So go ahead and mark tacos from Jack in the Box off the list as my starting goalkeeper.
1: Not even on my list, so we're good. They are good, though. They're um, fantastic. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna start with goalie too since you did. Um, okay. Same thing in in my eyes, reliable. You know what you're gonna get. It it's never gonna let you down. It's it's gonna come in clutch. I'm going with a Whataburger burger.
0: Ooh, you would. you would. You <laughs> would. Native Texan. You had to go Whataburger. I knew you were going to too. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Okay. All right, I think I'm going uh, striker next. I'm going to go complete opposite, right? Uh, so think of your flashy striker, the one that's going to demand all of the money, the one that is uh, uh, people wait in lines to see after games, after matches, just to get their signature. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and sign striker double double from In and Out, aka the Mr. Hollywood.
1: Okay. I am going to go with, uh, let's see, what formation are we using? I can.
0: Sit. Well, I, you know, I'm going with the classic 2 2 1.
1: Okay, so I'll do that too. Okay. I am going to go with a striker as well. Ooh. And I'm going with the Big Mac.
0: Ooh, all right. I feel like that's uh, like the quintessential. That's like That should be like the first round pick. Yeah. Right? I, was,
1: I was thinking about putting that one as first, but you. You put him up top. He's he's gonna he's gonna satisfy your needs when you need it. He's 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 been around for he's been around for a while, so you know he's reliable. Uh, you know he's not as flashy as your new In and Out Burger, but he's still going to sit there and bang them in.
0: Listen, as a native St. Louisan, Big Mac lives in my heart, man. Yeah. nineteen ninety nine home run. Come on. <laughs> All right, all right. You know what? Uh, I'm going to go midfield next, and I'm going to keep it in-house. Uh, so this is going to come from McDonald's as well. Uh, this uh, illustrious treat debuted in 1997, so it's got some legs. Uh, I consider this midfielder a little bit of a diamond in the rough, a little uh, special get, something that's getting a little flashy, uh, but uh, it's kind of almost like a once-in-a-generational talent, right? Uh, it's elusive, elusive on the pitch. Uh, give me the uh, McFlurry from McDonald's. Ooh. I say uh, I say it's elusive because you know every time you go to McDonald's, the ice cream machine is broken. So <laughs> McFlurry from McDonald's, lock it See, in. See,
1: that's where you're going to beat me because I am a weirdo, and I don't like ice cream. What is it's, wrong with you? It's disgusting. And this is already going to make me lose my five-a-side team because
0: yeah, you should lose just based on that alone.
1: Tony's going to spread the word and tell everyone. Get in the comments, Tony.
0: Get in Uh, the comments.
1: I don't know. I I grew up not liking ice cream, and I don't like ketchup.
0: What a weird guy.
1: (laughs) So, I'm going to go to my midfield, and I'm going to go with the flashy Latino cuisine of a. Cheesy Gordita Crunch
0: from Taco Ooh, Bell. Great pick. I didn't know you had a, a a scouting market down in Latin America. Oh, okay. That's where I'm from. <laughs> good pick. Good pick. Okay. Okay. I'm going to draft my first defender. Uh, this one I call unapologetically the boss. So, get those fancy veggies out of here. Give me that Wendy's Baconator, baby. Lead the line. <laughs> Let's go.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a good one. See, I, I contemplated putting the Big Mac in, in my defensive spot to be the That's the thing. That's the thing about the I Big Mac.
0: Mac. It's it's versatile, it can play any position, right? It's, it literally is. But
1: I'm gonna go ahead and, and pair my midfield up now okay. with his other Latino partner who's all flair and delicious on the taste buds with the Crunch Wrap Supreme.
0: Wow, okay. Okay, that's one hell of a pairing right there. You got two goal scoring middies.
1: Yeah, if right. you saw my other team set up. We were all flashy across the middle. Okay, we we relied on curb to do all the work.
0: You know what? Fine. I'm gonna go midfielder. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see your spark. I'm gonna see it. I'm gonna I'm gonna meet it with some pizzazz, some some flair of my own. Um, it has flair, but it's still it's still all about the about the chicken. It's still all about the basic. Basic ingredient with this one. Uh, spicy chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A. Dang, that was next. No. Nope. That was next.
1: <laughs> yeah. Nice flare, fiery midfielder.
0: It's gonna yeah,
1: work box, it's gonna work box to box for you.
0: But at, at its core it knows what it is, right? It's it just is. it's it's three ingredients.
1: That's it. Yeah.
0: You don't have you don't have okay. to complicate it.
1: Well, I'm gonna go with my defender, one of them. And it kind of plays off the same thing, you. It's big, it's meaty, it's it's gonna get it's it's gonna get dirty when it plays. Uh, okay, uh, big Montana for Marby's.
0: Oh, all right, I like it.
1: Big Montana with full of the roast beef and the cheddar.
0: And you said that my mouth actually started to water. I think I might have to make <laughs> a trip. That sounds really good. All right, man. I got something La-
1: to stop your your flare of a double double up top.
0: Last picks here, then. Okay, all I have left is a is a defender. So with my last pick, what do you what do you think of Matt when you think of clutch? Don't answer. The answer is the chicken quesadilla from Taco Bell. Why is it clutch? It's there for you when you need it, man. Go the full ninety. It's open late. Let's go.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. So. I was gonna cheat a little bit. I don't know if it would be considered cheating.
0: Well, be careful, don't do that, because you know FIFA may bring down some uh I don't wanna, some charges against you.
1: I I was going to have the spicy chicken sandwich and I was like, well, can I just do the original chicken sandwich with no spicy on it?
0: But I'm not technically, gonna do that. Say Technically not gonna do that. I said technically you could. I'll allow my, it if you wanna do that. I'm
1: gonna do my little naggy kind of a center back like you're uh Martinez from Man United, like your uh, uh, Cannavaro from Italy, and I'm gonna do the yeah. But but you but you love to have them in there. You always underestimate it, okay, because it's because it's so small. But it always is reliable, and it always shows up, and it never lets you down. All right, the Chick fil A nuggets. Oh, great choice. You go by numbers, you know, you always got to get the the highest number. You can get a 30-pack
0: of these. Oh, I know. You don't have to tell me twice, believe me. The the Chick-fil-A nugget is my
1: other defender.
0: All right, good stuff. Give me your your team. Run it down for me.
1: So I got the Big Mac up top. Uh, We're going with the straight-up Flare No Defense Cheesy Gordita Crunch and a Crunchwrap Supreme. Uh, They're known to get a little... Cheap in the midfield, though. Okay. They can play a little dirty, but it just depends on who's refing
0: and what the Taco Bell cheap play. reference is. Fantastic, you professional you.
1: <laughs> uh, and then I got the Chick <laughs> Chick fil A nuggets and Big Montana as my anchors, and okay. the Water Burger with jalapeno and bacon. Ooh. Okay. As my goalkeeper.
0: That's solid. That's solid. All right, well, I'm rocking uh, with the uh, DP striker of fast food menus up top, uh, the double-double from In-N-Out. Uh, midfield, I got a uh, spicy chicken sandwich, Chick-fil-A, and the ever-elusive McFlurry from McDonald's. Uh, defense, I've got the chicken quesadilla from Taco Bell and the Wendy's Baconator. And leading the line in goal, I've got uh, the two tacos from Jack in the Box. So, <laughs> Dang,
1: you have two goalkeepers?
0: Man, I have two goalkeepers, yeah. It's going to be hard. All right, man. Good stuff. All right, so listeners, uh, definitely let us know on Twitter uh, where uh, which team you you think uh, is going to take it this time. Is is Team Sean going two and zero? Is Matt going to even this thing out? Uh, only time will tell. We'll see. Uh, so, any uh, final thoughts, Matt, before we get out of here?
1: Oh, man. Just thanks, thanks to all you listeners. You know, we just moved over to to Apple. Uh, it was what Sean was telling me this week, and he said our our. Numbers have, have popped up pretty good over there. And, uh, you know, for all the listeners who we know, thank you. And for all the listeners we don't know, thanks for giving us a chance. Um, help us like, subscribe, share us, tell your friends about it. And uh, we also, well, I've not featured on it yet, but we do have another uh, podcast, a part of it, uh, Ride the Pine. Go follow them. They talk more about other sports other than soccer. So,
0: yep they're uh, they're at Riding appearance. Pine on Twitter at Riding Pine on Twitter. But Ride the Pine is our is our basically our sister podcast, and they're pretty much a sports headline. And they're they're awesome. Um, and we're like gonna to, get Matt on there soon. So maybe
1: show my face on there soon. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. We're gonna, little, we're gonna do a little we're so. do a little guest appearance, little guest appearance for you. All right, man. Um. Yeah, just like uh just like MLS, we are also now on Apple. Uh so definitely check us out there and um we'll go ahead and get out of here. Enjoy your evening and uh hopefully leads uh don't get relegated this weekend. So yeah, don't All right, everybody. Relegated. Have a good night. Bye.
1: Bye.